It's 11.02 Central Daylight Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast, coming to you live from Culpeper Sports Complex at 163858 Competition Drive in Culpeper, Virginia. I'm Matt. And I'm Martin. And now, no one say anything to Coach Matt or make eye contact with him or even remain visible to his naked eye so he doesn't throw another one of his temper tantrums and embarrass us in front of the other team's fans. Is everything okay? No, no, no. Okay, I'm not going to talk to you. Why? You think I'm... Oh, did you think I was talking about myself? Yeah, your name's Matt. Oh, oh, so everyone named Matt is also me? Well, I, I'm worried they'll have a temper tantrum and embarrass us. Well, We're I, at the Dante Culpepper Sports Complex. It's pronounced Culpepper. Also, by the way, I am not I am not a coach at this time. So So what's the deal know, with Coach Matt? Here, here's how here's how a normal person would would work through that. They'd be like, hmm, Coach Matt. Let's ask Matt if he's coaching. Not, oh, Matt. Well, everyone I know in the world is Matt Stepanich. He is all the people named Matt. So I'll ask Matt about Coach Matt because Matt is Coach Matt. No. There are other context clues you're leaving out. You have no. Coach Soccer. Um, I've seen your face get so red, it looks like you're the angriest person in the world. Okay. All right. So put it well, together. Okay. Well, let's just move on. If I brought it to the grand jury, they could, you know, they would find you guilty. Okay, look. Um, let's just, that just is starting to make me feel uncomfortable. A so, grand jury could indict a tuna fish baguette, Matt. They'll indict anybody. Yeah, well, you know what they say about juries. Twelve people are too stupid to get out of jury duty, but... I I digress, okay? I also don't really know what that means, but um, any of what I'm saying. But let me just, uh, let me take a break here because I actually, I have my job right now that I have to do for like, you know, a few minutes. So just oh, can okay. you hit pause? I got to go make some, some money, okay? Sure, I'll, no problem. I'll be back. All right. Hot dog. Hot dog. Three flamers, please. <laughs> Coming right up. Flamers, haven't heard that one. Is that what they say back in your hometown? Thanks, Chumsky. <laughs> uh, that'll be $40. No problem. I have this fake money with Bud Selig's face on it. That guy's tip of a tip. <laughs> I'll tell you something about Bud Selig. He was the best commissioner we've had since uh, uh, Bart Giamatti. And, uh, well, Faye Vincent, too. But well, uh, he's a re- he was a real guy, you know, a real down-home guy from, from the cream city up there in Milwaukee. Anyway, hot dog! Can I get a couple uh, ground mustard packets before you go? Thanks. Sure, you betcha. Arrivederci! Right, a- enjoy the game. Safe travels back to Italy. Hot dog. Hot dog here. Two dogs, please. Uh, all right, you want the long ones or the regular ones? Cut the crap, Matt. It's Coach P. 
I Coach. walked here from Burning Man. C- Coach, oh, I'm so glad you're still alive. I, Martin told me some terrible things about you. Actually, I had a great time. Uh, everyone's really cool there. I think I found my community here in retirement. Just here enjoying some youth soccer and seeing all the red-faced coaches. I hope you're proud of me. I, Martin was making fun of me, but he doesn't understand. The kids won't listen unless you yell at them. They don't respect you unless you get it. unless you disrespect them. That's how it works. You know it. Next time he, he says something weird, just yell at him. How did you go to the bathroom at Burning Man? Just give me the dogs. All right, look, these are on the house, okay? Give me some of that Bud Selig money so I can at least try to play dumb when the when they, they balance the books, okay? Here you all go. Right. These are all $3 bills, but they have Bud Selig's face on them. All right. Well, Coach, I love you. All right. Trying to watch the game. Hot dogs. Hot dogs. Matt! Who? It's Eric! <laughs> oh! Eric, it's you. Eric the caddy? Where's Martin? I love that guy. Can you stop screaming, please? No. No. Martin's... I don't know. He's back at the studio. I I, I don't know what he does. I, I've got the microphone off. I, you know... What? What are, you, what are you selling? Hot dogs? Yeah, yeah. You want one? No, yeah. I don't eat that. I don't eat that. Give me five. Okay, okay. That'll be $700. Just cover me. I got gotcha. you. I'll Venmo you. Just don't worry about it. All right, all right. I love Martin. Where is he? Well, he loves you. And, you know, I love you too. So. All right. Get back to work. Get back to work. All right, all right, all right. All right. Okay, well, safe travels. Uh, Make sure uh, all your the tires on your uh, car are all inflated to the proper PSI, okay? I don't want you to get into an accident. What'd you say? I, was, I had my headphones in. All right. All right, Martin. Sorry. Hi, I, Martin. What? Uh, what? Martin, I, I'm back. I, oh. Sorry. I had some technical issues, but... How, oh, that's okay. How'd it go? Uh, it went okay. Okay. I didn't talk to anyone that knows you, so um anyway, never mind. Let's No, it's fine. You know, just keep it going. Why would you see anybody that I know? I don't know. Uh Exactly. So, man, um want to take a little trip down memory lane this week. Uh I don't want to sort of bury the lead and take it out of context, but I'm going to hear many of you maybe heard that singer songwriter, Jimmy Buffett uh, recently died. And many of you may not know the real story behind Matt and I and Jimmy Buffett. We tangentially were at his first performance in Chicago at Wrigley field on September 5th, 2005. Wow. Remember that? No. Were we oh. outside? Yes, we were. We there were at, was a house party yeah. that your brother invited us to. Wow, that was two, that was almost 20 years ago. Yes. And it was in it was the first concert ever at Wrigley Field, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it was insane. And we ended up like, we didn't have to pay to park, but we did park in that dude's garage that, and then they had just like a hot tub in their back. Yeah. Also of what I consider to be sort of a large party. Yeah. But people were just having a great time. Yeah. He was, he's a doctor. Your brother is a lawyer. No. Yes. Correct. He's not a doctor also. Correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, so it was, uh, and so I rec- we were probably, I think, was it on, eh, Ad- it was, wasn't on Addison, was it? It was north of Addison a little bit? I don't know. But you could sort of hear the concert, and I found, especially if you went in the alley when no one was around, you could hear the concert pretty well. You couldn't see anything. Uh oh, Matt, are we having some sort of technical issues with you? No, you're you're sorry. Can you hear oh. me? I can now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you were just. I was so correct. You had nothing to add, huh? No, you you're right. It was on Addison. It was on Addison. And yeah, you couldn't see you couldn't see anything from the alley because you're not like 150 feet tall. To see down inside the stadium. How tall am I now? Well, like you weren't six? that tall then. Right. So I couldn't see in the stadium. Probably a little no. shorter now. That was 20 years ago. So, almost. Almost. Yeah. Coming up actually on today, September 5th, 2023, is 18-year anniversary. Yes. Yes. Today's the... Oh, yeah. You're right. Well, that's really an amazing, uh, that's amazing coincidence, I guess. That, mm-hmm. You know, here we would be 18 years later. Um, so let's do a quick recap here. Eight, looking back 18 years. Maybe okay. that's what I should have called this. Okay. I would argue that before probably this event people never really got the idea of what Wrigley Field could potentially turn into. Yes. For good or for bad. Correct. But I think now that has been fulfilled. For yeah. whatever people want, it is a destination location with plenty of weird things to do around the stadium. Yes. And it continues to be a place where only musicians that white people like play. That's true. Yeah. Well, you got to follow the money. <laughs> yeah. You do. Right? You do. I mean, that they're, they're business people, same as anybody else. Correct. I was driving by Wrigley Field last night. I sort of finally got on the bus here and I saw the Barbie movie. Yeah. And we were driving back probably about 10 o'clock. It's crazy down there. What do you mean? Just the nightlife. Oh, even when there's not a game? Yeah. It's it's like uh, the strip in Nashville or almost like Las Vegas. Oh, God. Not Las Vegas, but it's. It's It's like Nashville. (laughs) That's like the worst thing it could be. I I realized that when I said it, but I said it. I, you know, uh, the first. I went to Nashville recently, and we just immediately left that area. Um, yeah, okay. Well, listen. 
Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. No. Well, as you know, it's you know, this we we go even further back than 2005 on this because I used to live down the street from Wrigley Field in the mid to late 90s, starting in the mid 90s, and you would come hang out there probably. Oh yeah. And yeah, when there wasn't baseball season, there was nothing going on around there. Like all those bars, the only thing, the Cubby Bear, maybe, and then the, the reggae clubs that were on Clark Street were oh, yeah. popping. The Wild uh, Hair, there was yeah. another one. Exodus, too, right? Exodus yes. 2. Was that the one you lived above? <laughs> I, li- I lived across the street, much yeah. to my dismay, because it was super loud all the time at night, but whatever I was See, in that's college. actually interesting. Those places were always packed, and now you wonder where did, you know, where did they go? Yeah, I know. People just stopped liking? I don't think that would no. be the case. Yeah, I wonder what happened, Martin. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how that could have happened. Well, look, if we have anybody out there, maybe your mom, who hasn't listened, who listens to the show but hasn't let us know, you have some free time, you know, maybe live up on the North Shore. Investigate. It was Exodus 2. What happened to that place? What's the reggae scene in Chicago now versus 30 years ago? Yeah. Good question. I know. Thanks. So, yeah. And I remember back at that point, too, because we had a run in with him. We did nothing wrong. We were one of our associates was accused of stealing food which did not happen. But they had the beat cop in Wrigley that you knew and everyone knew and no one sort of took him seriously. Yeah, and he walked. He walked the beat. He did not drive a patrol car around. So he would just walk around the neighborhood. Yeah, he yeah, just walked. He just walked into our apartment. Walked right into <laughs> your apartment. opened the door and walked in. And then our friend who was accused of stealing, who was non-white, um, said, no, I paid the other guy. Then the cop said something else, and he said, no, I paid the other guy, and then the cop left. Yeah. It was unusual. Yeah. Well. But maybe when they say get back to real policing, that's what they mean. Yeah, I mean, he didn't try to kill any of us. He didn't even pull a gun. No. I mean, he had one, but, yeah, it was, we were very surprised, but we felt safe. You were so that means you were also with me. You were with me both times in my life when the police just walked into my apartment <coughs> by opening the door and walking in because that happened another time. That's true. That's yeah. true. But we'll get to that in a different show. Yeah. Yeah. That could be about, you know, porch safety or something. Right. We're sort of getting to the end of that season with Labor Day. Correct. We probably need to bring it back for like. Maybe May, Memorial Day sweeps. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah, when yeah. we're looking or, for our highest ratings. So yeah, you mentioned exactly. you mentioned uh, moms that live on the North Shore. What you you're saying they should? You, were you talking about my mom? Um. Well. Or listener moms. Li- either well, one. My mom is not a listener. Right, so it'd be hard for her to do the research for us because she's not listening. She, if you're she, listening, she did live on the North Shore, but she no longer does. So I'm saying, like, 
If you live on the North Shore, or even if you have a background from the North Shore, but maybe you moved somewhere else as your children got older, um, and you listen to the show, okay, do a little bit of research on this question, because this could be like a, a real in-depth thing. And we'd know? love to hear from you, and we'd love to share your research with everyone else that listens, all the other people. Remember, we're, we're easy to find. Dukeofpipso at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty much only plugging that right now. So just right. email us. It's cloud to table. It's fine. Correct. So, Matt. Yes. I'm going to change gears here. How'd you like to play a little game? Oh, you know me. I love games. Love them. Not what I heard. All right. Uh, I think it's your turn to think of the number here. Yeah, it is. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Go ahead. What Seven. Is no. No, it's one, six, three, five, eight. So I don't even, what's the point of even having an address that long? You know, in uh, when you live in Chicago, at least... If you're if that's your address, you know you live way outside of the city, and then that it probably means you well, it definitely means you live on the south side. You live at 163rd Street. I guess I guess the question is, would you rather be at 16358 Competition Drive or 16247 Participation Trophy Boulevard? <laughs> good good point. I'd rather the- be at Participation Trophy Boulevard, but that's just me. Apparently, anyway, well, your other coach, Matt, I think, is where he wants to be, or he was. Anyway, that gives me that gives me the the right to decide because you got the number wrong by like a, several thousand. Um, okay. So yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and receive from you. Perfect. The name of the game is Thirty Three. Okay. Halfback pass. Um, okay, so I assume you're talking about football, but you could be talking about Aussie football. Um, and I was watching 60 Minutes last night, and there's a 6'11 guy from Texas that's like a star in Aussie football, and he has a terrible Australian accent. Okay, perfect. Triple reverse. Oh, that's the famous Eric the Caddy uh, nighttime hookup uh, method. And that's when he takes you out into the parking lot and then pulls the triple reverse on you. Fake punt. Uh, it's pretty fun. I, 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 I do enjoy a good fake play. I like the Statue of Liberty play is maybe my favorite fake one, uh, but a fake punt is probably 1.1. So it's it's not even second place. It's like right. It's just 0.1 away from one. You did maybe your worst of all time right there. What? Uh, Coach P, actually, I had run into him on social media I asked him to write down the three worst football plays. Okay. 
Uh, the fake punt is the number one worst football play. Oh, it's terrible according for to field position, and you're throwing. You got to according protect. to Coach P. Yeah. Why? Do you, no, you don't have to throw if it's a fake punt. You you have to protect the ball field position, Matt. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Steve yeah. Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Washed up. Okay. All right. Well, Martin, the name of the game is 33. 33. Walmart. I heard something about Walmart, and I'm going to get the stat wrong, but some exceedingly large amount, percentage-wise, of their full-time employees also get uh, government assistance to buy food. Okay. Um, Yeah. There isn't anyone I talk to about Walmart anymore where that doesn't come up within like the first minute. So, which good one seems to me that should be fixed immediately. There's no reason that should happen in any way except people just are being greedy and don't want other people to make money for their work. What? Wait, wait. where is this happening? What country are you talking about? Where uh, that's happening. Have you been to America before? Walmart is... So we were actually just talking about this last night. And apropos of nothing, we were talking about this last night. Walmart is the biggest non-digital American company. Whatever that means. It's the biggest non-digital. Yeah. So, yeah, it... so. Do you, you're saying it's a problem that their employees have to get <laughs> food stamps and stuff, huh? Yeah. So here you go. This is from Joy Fox. living in Ukraine with all this the other from, communists. I would like there. I might rather live in communist Sweden if uh-huh. I had my choice, or maybe communist Costa Rica. Okay. Um, but here's the stat. Walmart ranked among the top four largest employees of SNAP and Medicaid benefits in the states whose data was included in the report. Um, So there you go. That's from foxbusiness.com. Okay. Then there's a picture of of Dark Brandon. We're playing 33, by the way. So this is taking a long time. We're playing two different games, Matt. Okay. Target. I don't know as much bad stuff about Target as I do about Walmart. But I'm going to err on the side that maybe there's bad stuff at Target. Well, um, yeah, the the founder of Target is the governor of the communist state of Minnesota, right? Or he oh, was. Maybe that's why they're slightly better. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, I, I will say this. I think that they have really done a good job with their branding and color scheme. Okay. All right. You know, like I wish sometimes our people did a better job with our branding or did anything. Okay. Whole Foods. That place is too much, man. Okay. Correct. It's like, okay, cool. I'm not, I'm I'm not going to pay $4 for your orange. So, it's awesome you have that stuff there. I'm just not into it. Uh so uh, Whole Foods opened down the street from where we live and you would have thought that like 
I don't even know. I I don't even know how to compare the the hype of that to anything else that I've ever experienced. And that's one of my least favorite stores to go to. But you know, I mean, it is close. And yes, there are some things I can go get there. But in general, uh, the hype about what it is and what it actually is is. You know, like even Walmart and Target aren't pretending to be something that they aren't as much as Whole Foods is. That's my take on it. I'm with you. I get it. Okay, get well, it. Uh, you weren't. You were doing okay, and then you got. Now you got a, a you you got a a seven on the AP test, which is a score you're so good that it, you can't even actually get it. So you so, that's your best one. So I got a score that was so high you can't get it, but also like I didn't get a score. Well, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of cultural bias in those tests. Yeah. Well, good job. Thank I think you. it's time to move on again. Uh, this are, we're moving on for the last time in this episode, perhaps to Haraz and Hazaz. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, my hurrah this week. Again, that's the good one. Goes out to unions. We're just coming off Labor Day weekend. Thank you, unions. And I want to share a quick story here. I was on social media the other day because I'm heavily invested. And this guy who was in my fraternity at college posted, since Hollywood shut down, my life hasn't changed a bit, almost as if, they aren't important. He didn't type that. It was just like a mame that he got from some like Christian conservative website, right? Okay. So we have people, he's on social media all the time. We have people in our fraternity that he knows personally that are on strike right now, right? Yes, yes. So clearly this is somebody who does, doesn't even get it, even if he doesn't agree with them being on strike. He is just like, well, I'm going to post this without even thinking about anybody else that I know and if they might get mad about this. Yes. So that's just this like one small sort of thing that happens probably millions of times every day. So think about that the next time you complain about UPS maybe going on strike, even though they didn't, or people that are actually on strike. So you're saying someone posted something to social media without thinking about the impact it was going to have on other people they know? Wow. And that made someone else upset, and then that became viral on social media? I don't want to I'm get into I'm not sure I understand how that works. It's not about whether or not social media is good or bad. It's great. That question has been answered. Yes. It is just about thinking about other people's feelings before you post something, even if what you're going to post is crazy, at least be okay. like, well, am I doing this? And will people just get mad right away? And then what's the point? It's not okay. about social media. All right. Sensitive, modern, sensitive man, dad, character, I'm an empathetic listener. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I've got a huzzah, which is the, the bad one. Uh, I'm giving a huzzah to uh, weird breakfast items. So uh, we went 
to breakfast yesterday and um, I saw some breakfast, was reminded of some weird breakfast foods. Um, Okay. So here's some breakfast foods that they have in Virginia that I, I find weird. Okay. One is fried apples, which actually, yeah, which, you know, are good, I guess, if you're making pie or whatever. It, but it's a different thing, you know, a little sweet. I guess, you know, people put jam and stuff on their toast. So it's not like breakfast is not for sweet things. I just find it weird. Uh, grits I'm a fan of and have been since my grandmother moved to Florida when I was a kid. And then she ate them. And then I'm like, well, if my grandmother likes grits, I like them. How about this one, though? Have you heard of red eye gravy? I think I've seen him in real life a couple times. Well, yeah. You, so there's a dish named after him, and it's called, called Red Eye Gravy. And it you make it by cooking country. So you fry country ham in a pan. Now, country ham is already so salty and unhealthy. Why you would fry it, I don't know. But then with the bits that are left in the pan, you pour black coffee in there and then you simmer it to remove the little bits how you make you know the way you make gravy which i'm sure you have no idea what i'm talking about but our listeners maybe do i did not know that was made with old cold coffee and country ham bits from the pan after you fry it yeah did you know that i sort of didn't and Wish I still didn't know it. Okay. Well, okay. Uh, I'm going to leave it at that because I don't want to get in trouble with our listeners from uh, from places other than north of the Mason-Dixon line. But uh, I don't know. I think, uh, I think the fact that they don't serve red-eye gravy at McDonald's all over the country shows that, um, that the, that does, that's not a good item sounds terrible yeah okay well we'll leave that up to uh you know the market and the consumer you know their their voice is is triumphs over all you know who probably likes gravy coach p oh i'm sure he actually loves that yeah so, so i think stonewall jackson really liked it too so you can you know you don't have to go very far down that logical string to no. see where that's going to converge. Like a way to get more secret meat into your diet. Right. And coffee. Exactly. Well, we did it again. Yeah. A lot of people said last episode was our worst ever, and we rallied. Yep. Clearly. Yep. All right. Well, we hope we we also this episode may just have nothing on it because my little line that's supposed to go up and down when i talk hasn't been going this whole time so this might just be out into the ether where no one but god can hear me but anyway until next week have a great one see you later everybody